How about you start by turning the car on? Pull out whenever you're ready. Bless you. I don't think anyone saw. That's my car. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all, and welcome to the Marvelous Mrs. Khan. This is a Miss Marvel review by yours truly, carefree black nerd, Rain Coleman. And man, oh man, did I enjoy this show. So um, we're following in the first episode, which is um, Generation Y. We're following Kamala Khan with her buddy Bruno through a day in the life trying to get to this Avengers Khan. This was honestly a good show. Not that I thought it wasn't going to be. I was excited for uh, Miss Marvel as soon as it was announced. Seeing the creative team, uh, the writers and whatnot are of color and they represent the folks on screen. I was like, all right, all right, this is going to be good. But I will say this is one of the projects that surprised me. Uh, and it wasn't a negative like, oh, they could always F it up. But it was like the the editing um the special effects like a lot of this episode really felt good um i don't know i don't know I, this was this was it was surprising it was surprising so kamala is a um i'm not sure if she is a podcast or if she's a youtuber i have to y'all let me know let me know let me know in the comments use that hashtag mmk pod or if you're on the YouTubes of it all, leave that in the comments. Hit that like and subscribe and all that good stuff. But I will go back and revisit the episode. But I think she was a YouTuber. I know in the comics she's um, into fan fiction. So maybe that's been updated a bit. Either way, enjoyed this show. I will say the amount of cringy flashbacks of my own life that I received by watching this episode showed me that we're in good hands. Kamala starts the episode going on her driver's test with driver's training. I did a great job in driver's training. And this isn't even me saying it because this is my show. Oh, I really did a good job. However, I was put in a car with other folks who were not as great um they didn't drive as well and found we found ourselves on curbs um on highways that we were not supposed to be on um in the middle of traffic several times my life was in danger <laughs> so just watching kamala back into a car though that scene was short it was funny it showed us what type of person Kamala is. It shows us, um, it really just was a great introduction to the character. And as funny as it was, I was like, oh, I've been in this situation too many times. So I don't know, kudos there. I am loving the characters. One in particular who I think we're set up to not necessarily hate, but not be a stan of, and that's Mrs. Khan. That's Kamala's mother. She is very much into protecting her daughter. And 
one thing I really like about this series is we're getting, and we, I mean the royal we, we're getting a um, character, we're getting a peek into a culture that not everyone is familiar with. I'll say me for, for certain, I'm not. And I love projects like that, be it Marvel, DC, you know, regular show, movie, whatever, especially when the people of said culture are in the writer's room, in the costuming department, hair and makeup. And I say that because I don't know what's what. You're presenting your culture to me. But the thing that I truly enjoyed is that even though this is something that's culturally a bit different than what most of us probably consume, that mom, oh, we know that mom. That mom, and there is a mom like that in every culture. There are several moms who just want to protect their kids. And depending on your point of view, being from the child, being from the parent or an outsider, you may say she's doing too much. But at the end of the day, you know that she's trying to protect her daughter, even though it may feel like, oh, mom, Will Smith say parents just don't understand. That may be the case, but uh, that that momness that her mom has lended itself to so much comedy. When I tell you I was in stitches watching this, um, so she, <laughs> there's a moment where Kamala has to um, ask her mom to take her to Avengers Con. Now, in continuity, this is the first ever Avengers convention that there's been. Um, I think her mother or someone early on was like, oh, you could just get to the next one since she didn't pass her driver's test. And she's like, well, no, this is like, game changing. This is a once in a lifetime thing. There will never be a first Avengers con. And one thing I like about the show is that it's really selling this childhood wonder mm, something where I think at times we sometimes forget that not even necessarily full grown adults, but even folks who are early in their adult years with responsibilities that Things like this, like this Avengers Con, she needed to be there. That was the biggest deal ever. However, some of us are like, well, we got to pay our bills and we got to, you know, if we got kids, see how to take care of them. And, you know, maybe a car needs to be worked on. But like having this one thing that feels kind of minor, but it's like means the world to her be her biggest issue. Like it took me back to being a kid again. Oh, I just have to see this movie, mom. I got to see it before, you know, it gets spoiled by everybody at school. Or I have to, you know, get this pair of shoes. Like these very minor things that are like mean the world to these kids. And I really, really like that. Um, and this isn't a dig at any other show, but I do feel like the kids being presented in this show feel like kids. Now, I'm very far removed from high school, so I could be wrong, but Kamala and Bruno and company, their friends, felt like kids. They look like kids. They felt like kids. They talk like kids. From my big age, looking back, they seem like children. So I was like, okay, that's a good part, too. Um, but the funny, the funniest thing is the mom, I promise you. So while Kamala is begging to go to be um to get permission to go to this convention, her mom just chalks up to a party. You trying to go to a party after hours on a school night? You, th this what you want? This is what you think I'm going to let you do? And there comes a moment where her older brother Amir walks in, and they spoke about was it Haran something? 
and maybe I should have looked it up. I'm not certain what that means, but they get the shouting about her. She's like, you know, you let Amir do X, Y, and Z, and I can't do anything. And before getting the following scene where that gets addressed, it I guess depending on what stage you are in life, you may um feel sympathy for Kamala or more so for her mother. But <laughs> all I could think was I get her issue with maybe favoritism, quote unquote, being her, her her older brother being the favorite, but I was like, but this is also a grown man. At the beginning of the episode, it's we're introduced to him getting married, like he's about to be married. And where Kamala's probably 15, 16, Amir has to be, I would imagine, without having that confirmation, maybe 25 at the youngest, at the oldest, maybe 29. And um, <laughs> it's something like, He's also a boy. And again, not saying that that's right, but a lot of times boys get more freedom than girls. Also, he's the oldest and he's about to be married. So it's like, but but even with me processing that and like drawing on my own experiences to like make excuses or or, or um, develop reasoning, I don't know if culturally that's a thing. If it's like the boys are treated a certain way or it's the fact that he is older or if it's just what I said, this is a man who's about to be married, Kamala. He's going to get freedoms. Um, and he grew up in a different time than you. So that being that. So that aside, uh, <laughs> he goes up to the room and talks to her like, hey, I'm going to talk to our parents, blah, whatever. This is where the comedy, and I don't know if this should have been as funny to me as it was, but when Kamala's mom came upstairs and told her, hey, I get it. You want to be at this party, even though there's, I think she said Haran, Jesus. Let me know in the comments, or let me know, use the hashtag MMKPod. So she she says, you can go. That's, you know, but you, your father has to go, and he has to be there for two hours. And so the way I interpreted that was he would be there for two hours, and then he would leave. But maybe she was, yeah, I think that's what it meant, that she, he, he would go with you and your friend, he would be there for two hours with you and then maybe let you spend the rest of the time by yourself and then, of course, drive you home. It is established that Kamala loves Ms. Uh, Captain Marvel. She has Captain Marvel cosplay. She is ready to Captain Marvel down. It is important that her mother is concerned about Kamala dressing as superheroes just like those quote unquote other girls so skin tight clothes and whatnot when Kamala's mother pulls out a hook costume and I say costume because of the cosplay element but it was very much like um oh am I gonna say this right it was uh maybe cultural clothing that was altered to look like the hook Good job, I felt. But it also led me to think, how did you come up with this so quickly? Was it I had this combination of colors and like I threw these together? Do those colors have a certain meaning? Did you always anticipate letting her go? Like what this, because this turnaround was really quick. But the this girl's dad pops out completely green from belly button to the top of his head with these glasses on, hollering, this, like, 
the, I don't know. Okay, so the, the scene is just funny. I'm sorry. The scene is hilarious. And, and Kamala is distraught, but she um, essentially kind of yells back and tells him that that's going to be embarrassing for her. And the acting in this show is really done really well because that was like heartbroken and you know you as a viewer you are as well because you see him being the the quote-unquote good cop he's a nice guy he's rooting for his daughter the entire episode and he just wants to belong wants to be a part and yet here she is shutting you down i'm letting you do this thing but it's not good enough for you because it's not the way you want it to be done i don't know this this was this got me in the feels because to be if we're being completely honest, I think this first episode felt like a, like a, I want to say maybe early 2000s coming of age movie or like a comedy type movie. And it's not, not in length, but in the amount of content put into this one episode, but it never felt jam packed. Like, dang, there's so much going on. It, I don't know. It. I will say it has me excited for the second installment and so forth and so forth. Like I want to see how this develops. Um, I'm familiar with Kamala Khan. I was introduced to her back in, I believe it was 2012, 12 or 13, and it was her the first issue in her run. Now I remember collecting her first couple issues but i read through the first one but that's when i had just gotten back into comics after like a decade hiatus so she was important to me she was interesting but i had so much other stuff to get caught up on that i never revisited that run but then i fell um or was reintroduced to her in champions and i freaking love that series and so I was going to go back and read over the beginnings, but I was like, no, I just want to take this show for what they're giving me. I'll revisit the comic and maybe do a comparison at a later date. But I am thoroughly enjoying what they're giving. They are giving what it was supposed to have gave. Uh, so this Avengers Con, I feel like Marvel put this in to like plant the seeds of an actual Avengers Con. They're going to capitalize on this some kind of way. They're going to make this, make some money off this. And I will probably be there (laughs) at Avengers Con. Um, All in all, this was a good episode. The big thing revealed on the third act, Kamala and Bruno sneak out to the Avengers Con on their bikes. Bruno has made this glove that like emulates Captain Marvel's powers. Because of the cosplay contest, where you are encouraged to cosplay as your favorite character, but also infuse some of your own self into this cosplay, make it your own. She adorns these bracelets that are in a box of her grandmother's things. We all know what's going to happen. These bracelets are magical. They give her the powers. But I'm, I, we know that Kamala's power set was altered for the MCU from the comics. But I'm wondering, well, I want to know what is going to be the explanation behind this. Will it be tech that was like from Kree or cosmic-y something? Was grandmother, is she alive? Is she a Kree? Is she something like, what about this? That's what I'm interested in. But the actual story of like young teen hanging out, trying to go to her convention, be this nerdy girl, 
maybe love interest. Like I like that aspect as well, but I do want to know what is the difference or why is the difference? Or what's the explanation for the difference from the comic book power set to the MCU power set? So I'm not certain that that has been established. I don't know if there's like an article on it um, and maybe I've just missed it, but either way, I'm interested to see how that's rolled out. I do like this show. We get to Avengers Con. We're going to the bathroom. Kamala's getting dressed in her Captain Marvel outfit. Leaves Bruno's glove behind. Walks up to him. He's Bruce Banner. He's not Hulk. He, he's cosplay as Bruce Banner, which I'm not going to say is lazy, but I mean, it's clever, I guess, because <laughs> everyone else would go all out, but kudos to Bruno. She gets on stage. They do like last call for the Captain Marvel cosplay. Last call. She runs out, put on the gauntlet, stuff starts changing. She does this move, and I don't recall what show, movie, or property I watched this on. It's probably been a lot, but there's a move where she puts on the gauntlet, looks at her hand, time kind of does something funny, and she falls back in like the upside down or it's like into this other space. And then flips back uh, right side up, and it's it's almost like a magical girl transformation, but not if you've seen that move in any other movie or show or something. Please comment that or hit me up on uh, Twitter mmkpod because I'm going to search as well. But I want to know, I want to try to remember where did I see this. Mm. Anyway, so she does that, goes on stage. And when it's her turn to kind of show off, extends her arm, and there is powers everywhere. Now, me being a big kid, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, yes, this is what I was waiting for. I've seen the stills. I've seen the previews. I've seen the ads. This isn't surprising, but you would think this was my first time seeing this. I was so excited. Uh, She knocks the head off of a giant Ant-Man giant form replica and this thing is huge i'd say maybe like as tall as the building so this falls it's rolling through the convention folks is acting a fool everybody got their phones out um there's a young girl who name i did not get my apologies she is zoe i think laurel marsden i think that's who it is but she is the popular girl at school who used to be friends with Kamala and Bruno and used to their mom, her mom used to take them to school and whatnot. Then she got 10,000 some followers and now she's different. Now, what I do like about the show is she's not, at least in episode one, positioned as this evil mean girl. It's more or less, it feels like they just outgrew each other and she maybe rose to the ranks of being popular where Kamala and Bruno were the nerdy kids. So they, I do like that she's not set up as this evil, bad person. Um, so she's there dressed as Captain Marvel as well. And her outfit, to Mrs. Khan's credit, is very different from Kamala's. It's even different from Kamala's um, Captain Marvel cosplay that she made and from the one that her mom, um, the Hulk outfit her mom <laughs> presented to her. So when her mom was like, I don't want you dressing like those girls, Little Miss Friend from school had a very different type of outfit. And 
And I like the one thing I love about YA is the most of the issues are miscommunication. Like a lot of them are, or misinterpreting something, or not just speaking up. Because if they had just spoke up to this girl, you probably most of this episode wouldn't have happened. But there's a scene in the beginning where she they bump into her on the steps, and they're like, "Oh, maybe we should ask her to take us." And they're like, "Oh no, don't do that. She's got different because she got all these followers, blah, whatever." And so it's as if all this cosplay stuff, this nerdy stuff is beneath her. She's better than that and by extension better than us. It wasn't explicitly said, but that's, you know, the impression I got. Um, but the girl's there, excited. Everybody has their mask on. We don't know it's Kamala who's wielding this magical gauntlet stuff. And I, I think there's a budding romance there. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Kamala and this girl from school, perhaps. And I am not sure if Kamala is queer in the comics. I I would imagine she's not because I would have heard that. But I could be wrong. Either way, you know, love wins. I don't know. Happy Pride. But but all in all, everything works out in the end and Kamala and Bruno get home safely. Now, when Kamala snuck out, she jumped on a tree that was right by her bedroom window, broke the branch. She mentions that's how I'm supposed to get back in the house. Because she has this new power, Bruno kind of lifts her up on his back and she climbs to the roof, but her powers like give her that extra push. That's important for later, I'm sure. But the funniest thing to me, being a nerd of a certain age, there is a scene when Kamala finally sneaks into the house, this was not meant to be funny, but her mom is sitting in the dark. And when Kamala touches down and that light comes on, all I could think was house party. All I could think was, I, I all I thought was her mom was going to take off her belt, like in house party, which we knew that wasn't going to happen, but the, it was hilarious. Uh, but she does give her this very emotional or emotionally charged uh, conversation like Kamala, like what? When are you going to get your stuff together? Get your head out of the clouds and this, that, and the third. And I could see where M- Mrs. Cotton is coming from, and I do think that it's coming from a good place of wanting your child to be prepared for the future. But one thing I think people at times forget is that things are still kids, and especially in this day and age, even pre-COVID, it's. I don't know, I think it's unreasonable to ask a kid to know what they want to do for the rest of their life at like 16, 17. However, I don't think it's, you know, crazy or unheard of if you do know at 16, 17, I want to go to an Ivy League, I want to go to an HBCU, I want to be a doctor, I want to be, you know, engineer, like that, sure. But sometimes you just want to find yourself. You've been in school forever and a day, back to back, nonstop. And then you graduate and you're pushed into school again. So I could see, I, I could see both sides and I'm excited for Kamala. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this series. So kudos to MCU, Kevin and company, the team behind uh, Ms. Marvel. Y'all are doing it. I uh, hope episode two is just as quirky and awkward and fun. And I actually like Bruno. So not that I thought I was going to like dislike him or hate him or anything like that, but I think when you get the like buddy or sidekick, sometimes 
it could come off not so great. But this, I like him. Like, he seems cool. He seems fun. And I'm sure there'll be some secrets with him. I'm deliberately staying away from the series, the comic series, because I want to get whatever the MCU is giving me and fall in love with the characters that way. Then maybe revisit and, you know, make my decisions there. But let me know, what do you guys think about Miss Marvel? Episode one, Generation Y. Was this fun? Was it not fun? Did you think it was like, nah, this ain't good at all. Everything you said is wrong. This show is trash. <laughs> that's fair if that's how you feel. But I honestly, truthfully loved this episode. And I want to see more real life weird stuff like her backing into the driver's ed's car. Now, that was, I'm sorry. This was funny because <laughs> she backed into this man's car. He's talking with her parents, and her dad's like, what you mean? Like, did she not check the mirrors enough? I guess you expect for her to signal a turn every time. And he's like, yeah, I do. And the mom is getting on him, and he's like, Mrs. Khan, because of your daughter, I'm walking home. I was like, why do you, Why can't y'all just get this man to ride home? <laughs> You've destroyed this man's car. But that, like, stuff like that is what I am enjoying from this series because it feels like separate of the um cosmic miss marvel captain marvel stuff this would be a funny like ya series so i am enjoying that so thank you guys so much for watching for listening check me out twitter carefree blur is the most immediate way to get in touch with me carefree black nerd on all other social media platforms if you must email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com leave miss marvel miss con anything in the subject so i'll know what it's in reference to and uh meet me back here next time until then stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky and if you're doing driver's training Please know what gear your car is in, and if you happen to destroy the car of your driver's training, driver's ed teacher, give that person a ride to the train station or something. <laughs> All right, y'all. Having her drive in the street with all the other cars, I have taught her to drive myself. Ma'am, yes. because of your daughter, I'm walking home. Oh, oh come, come on. on. Are you trying to tell me she didn't look in the mirrors often enough for you and your clipboard? I wouldn't say that was the problem. Oh. oh. Then you'll also say that you expected her to signal at every single turn? Yep. Chodoji. Kamina Kahika, give me my keys. Okay, Kamala, come on, chalo.